This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. This report is sponsored by the Seafire Grill. Tesla and Twitter CEO Elon Musk, as well as he's also the richest man in the world, now worries about being assassinated. Oh, yeah. He, he says this fear is now a reality after he exposed Twitter as once acting as the right arm of the Democratic Party. He gave he said the statement in a wide ranging two hour Q&A audio chat on Twitter spaces. Now, of course, we've all been talking about it, that uh, Elon Musk gave the information to this journalist, Matt Taibbi. And in those uh, conversations on Twitter and he's got all the documentation that it showed that the Biden team asked Twitter to suppress, censor, and eliminate the accounts of anyone who tweeted out that Hunter Biden laptop well, story. The, the, the Biden team, specifically the FBI, it was James Baker uh, with the FBI. Uh, they were the ones who told Twitter and Facebook, by the way, both of them, not to publish any of that information. So it was the FBI. Well, no, that's a, that was 2020. I'm talking about 2016. Oh, okay. Back in 2016, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. For the, so, um, so, well, yeah. Wait, no, there was no so Biden administration 20, in 2016. No, no, so 2020. Yeah, so 2020. But right. yeah, the FBI was also involved, but the Biden team, too, was also saying handled, handled, handled. So the Biden team was also involved in this. Yes, they the were involved, but it was the FBI that was the weekly meetings between the social media companies, specifically this guy, uh, Yoel Roth. Uh, was with the FBI, not the Biden administration. But, of course, the, the FBI works for Biden, so he knew about all of that, to, to your point. But it was specifically the social media companies with the FBI, James Baker, which is really, really corrupt, really nasty, really swampy, really all those things that Donald Trump talked about for years. He's a thousand percent right. This is real deep state nasty stuff. But the FBI wasn't working for Biden when, when, when he was running for, for president. So no, the they were working. Biden no, they, they yeah, were the working. Biden, of the course, they were. Story. They were working against Trump. They were working against Trump. In fact, uh, Lisa Page right. and Peter Strzok are on record saying this is basically how we make sure Donald Trump doesn't win. So they absolutely right. were working for the Biden administration and the well, Democrats overall. Right. They were working for the Democratic Party, but not at that right. time. The FBI wasn't specifically working under Biden. But, yeah, they were taking they were acting as the right arm of the Democratic Party, which the FBI. But, 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 but if be... they're working to beat Trump, then in essence, they're working for Biden. Right. I mean, it's Biden right, but... versus Trump and they're going out of their way to make sure Trump doesn't win. So in essence, they're working for Biden. Well, I know, but you said that their Biden was in, was in control of the FBI. He wasn't in control of the FBI. He wasn't the president yet. No, I didn't say that. I said the FBI okay. met okay. with these social media companies. I never included Biden. You started with the Biden talk. I did not. It was the FBI and the social media companies, Twitter, Facebook, etc. James Baker specifically and another guy named Elvis Chan who met. And uh, this, this guy as well, Yoel Roth, to make sure the FBI making sure the social media companies did not publish any of the Hunter Biden stuff. 
Well, I know the FBI was involved, but I'm what I'm what I'm talking about is the messages that it says Biden team, you know, handled, handled. There's actual Biden team. So they okay. were working in concert, whatever. So they were all working together. So Elon Musk, he gave this interview. Take a listen to what he said. He's like, you know, I'm he's like, I'm worried about being outside in, in open spaces. I'm definitely not going to be, you know, doing any open air car parades. Uh, let me put it that way. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, uh I think we all just want to have a future where, you know, we're not oppressed or so our speech is not suppressed and, and, and we can say what we want to say without fear of, of reprisals. Um, and, um, you know, as long, as long as you're not like really causing harm to somebody else, then you should be able to say what you want. Yeah, I mean, look, anybody who's famous and does something controversial, I mean, listen, I really haven't talked about it yet this morning, but when I left that big event, and you look beautiful, by the way, on Friday night, there was some security concerns about me, to be completely honest. Uh, there were some signs outside. There were some people that mentioned my name specifically at this event on Friday night. Uh, I've received, that's a true story, yes. I've received death threats in my email. Danielle has seen them. And I'm nobody compared to Elon Musk. I mean, I'm a dopey radio host here in New York. This guy's the face of uh, social media across the world right now. So that goes with the territory. I I always find that to be uh, really overdramatic, just my opinion. Well, I think it's interesting the fact that he's like this, you know, been the he's the richest man in the world. He's never had to worry about being kidnapped and assassinated, all these other things. And yet now all of a sudden, because he's asking for free speech, he's not he's he, what's interesting is he says he didn't even look at the files himself. He gave it to the journalist Matt Taibbi, as well as Barry Weiss. And then Matt Taibbi decided to go and publish all of the information. And now he's getting attacked, this journalist, by all these like left wing left-wing liberal media critics and this and that. And it's like, why? The guy's just doing his job. That's what you're supposed to do as a journalist, regardless of of how you feel about somebody. You're supposed to just tell the truth and lay out the facts and then let the people decide. And by the way, the attorney for Twitter that actually was the one that ultimately put the kibosh down on this entire story, because Jack Dorsey, the former CEO of Twitter, he said he didn't know anything about it. This woman, uh, her name is Vidaya Gaddy, she has donated thousands upon thousands of dollars to the Democratic Party. So a friend of mine who's a Democrat, he goes, you know what? So what? Twitter decided they didn't like the story. They're a private company. No. They don't want to have to publish it. That's I said, it. yes, but they didn't say that. What they said is it violated their hacking policy. They never mentioned that it was at the behest of the Democratic Party. Right. So that is where where the issue lies. And then once Twitter blocked it, and then once they were lied to and told it was Russian disinformation, then all the other media outlets followed. And that's why I well, think they, they didn't just follow. Hack. They didn't just follow. The FBI met with Zuckerberg and Facebook too. So they didn't just right. follow. There were meetings between them too. The good news yes, is this. Yes. If you love this story, and you've done a tremendous job here, Lydia, of covering this story, if you love this story, the lady that first broke this, and again this morning, has huge news on it, Miranda Devine, she is joining me next. Oh, we have to go. But by the way, I when when this story, we were at the event that you were talking about, the Tunnels to Tower event. By the way, I've heard John and Margot speak a lot. I'm not just saying this because they're our bosses. Was that not the most beautiful speech the two of them gave? And I swear to God, like the fact that they didn't even plan it. They just went up there and riffed it. It was so beautiful. I hope was. we have that on tape. I swear we to do. God, we should play it. We it do. was so fantastic. The yep. two of them, Agreed. how charismatic the whole crowd roared. It was just such an incredible night and experience. 
experience to hear them, but everybody there. And there was that girl, Megan Taylor, the 17 year old girl who lost her father. She's one of seven out in Utah. I mean, my God, what, what an evening it was, it was incredible. Uh, but we have to go. Um, oh, but, and Miranda divine, um, now I forgot what I was going to say. But anyway, this report is sponsored by the Seafire Grill. Um, it's a great seafood place right there in Midtown Manhattan. It has the best service, the freshest seafood. They have oh, the great side dishes as well. It's very romantic. They have the fireplace. You can do a private event there. Check it out, theseafiregrill.com.